Thank you for listening to or watching the Upland Down Under podcast. Tonight's show is running live on Thursday, the 25th of January, the, what is it, Australia Day Eve at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. On tonight's show, going to catch up on the Upland market floors, of course, check in on the neighbourhood ratings for January and complete a bit of a roll call or perhaps it'll be a body count for the first round of totems. Main topic I've got pinned for this week's show is, and it's gone. Attempting to unpack the psyche behind these latest editions of temporary structure building opportunities that are on offer as part of Spark Week. We've also got a couple of quips on layer twos and we'll take a look at another Upland community member spotlight care of the dynamic node builders team. All that and more, of course, on this The Upland Down Under podcast. If you're wondering how you can take part well, I dropped the link to the Zoom every Thursday night about 6.45 p.m. AEST. Now, I've got a note here, note about laptop, and just as I was about to read that, what do you know? Lappy's frozen up. So if you've been following the long saga of me and my laptops, well, the other day I went to use my laptop and I pulled it out of its little storage thing it's in and my screen had totally buckled and was popped out like a big, big pimple it was. So previously I had it, the screen held together from delaminate, delaminating with about three bulldog clips. Now I've got about 15 on them. So I do have to go laptop shopping this weekend, which I'm not really looking forward to, but I did manage to pull some funds out of the old upland, which is going to help immensely. Now, as I said that, I, I've lost my cursor as well. It's all happening with my laptop. Um, I did originally think the other day when I was recording the Blockland Beat Beat podcast, I thought uh, because where it's delaminated and bubbled was right where the webcam is, and I went to record that podcast and I thought, oh, geez, it's it's broken that. But I was just sitting down before and realised no, I just had one of the bulldog clips over <laughs> over its eyeball. So I'm not having a very good run here. So we'll see how we go. We'll try and bumble through it. Assuming that I can, I have definitely lost my cursor, so I'm going to, have to try and do this with the touch screen. So we'll see how we go. Let's take a look at the Breaking Badly news and see what's happening in the Upland markets. Is that going to work? Oh, I can do it with the touch screen. There you go. There might be hope yet. So what do we got here? I didn't really have a close look at this myself. Thanks again, Swally, for patching through the numbers. He was in a bit of a rush as well, so some of these he said won't be 100% accurate. He did go through and check um, the usual suspects that have locked properties and whatnot on the floors. So see how we go. What do we got for 90-day averages? Still dropping on the transactions volume, tiny little boost on the trading volume, which makes sense with um, Tokyo expansion, unique active wallets. <laughs> Look at that. Down 900 and what is it? 95,770%. Clearly, I forgot to put a, a space in there. So it was last week 49,920. This week, it's supposed to be 52,000 and something, obviously. I balls that up in my rush. Um, total unminted properties, we're still over 301,000. That includes after Tokyo City expansion, we still have 2,240 properties left from that. It'll take. Uh, Probably take until next week to get that all sorted out properly. See how we go with collection reveal in the morning. What's happening in the markets? Bakersfield, Bakersfield up again on both the UPX and the USD, almost a 10 and then a 13% jump, respectively. 
Erlin up 14% on the UPX was just over 19,000 last week. Now pushing towards 22,000. That's pretty healthy. Buenos Aires up on both a little bit. Dallas, on the other hand, down 10% on the UPX and down almost 20% on the USD was $6.20 last week, down to $5 this week. Um, Detroit's had a boost on the UPX, pushing back towards the 5,000, still very much locked on that $3 floor. And everything else is a bit all over the place. LA pumped back to the $3 floor. I put a few up there myself. I think it was three, well, it was over $3, I think, or maybe it was $3. So there's a bit of action going on there. Miami, what's where's that at these days? Just under 13,000 UPX and dropped 12% from $5.70 last week to $5 this week and falling by the looks of it. Um, Porto's also, it was up and off that $3 floor, but it's pushing back down to that 15% down over the week. And what's that? Rutherford's on the flip side. Rutherford's up almost 30% on the USD was $17 last week, now $22. Sao Paulo's it's 17% down on the UPX, flat on the USD, of course, locked at $3 floor. And look at that, Tokyo, down 30, almost 40% on the UPX. Um, makes sense because you, as soon as you get a swag, more properties um, available in the city to mint that, of course, that's going to drop the floor. So, yes, 23,888 UPX last week, now down to 14,599 and relatively speaking pretty similar with the usd was just under ten dollars last week down over 32 percent to six dollars 78 and probably probably fall a bit more if we see collection reveal um what is it i think collection reveals at a few hours from now isn't it that's two or three a.m my time i will be getting up for that because i have 4.7 million UPEX burning a hole in my wallet that I have been stacking specifically for collection reveal. Um, my plans for that is just to see what's available. If there's a nice neighborhood collection there and there's not any mad rush panic to go over and mint some up, I'll do that. Certainly not going to look into FOMOing into secondaries if it's street collections or whatever. So just have to play it by ear. Hopefully there's a nice exclusive collection there. 4.7 million of if it's a three collection set i'll have a bit over 1.5 per property so those usually don't tend to get gobbled up very fast and i need to get that to get my dividends back because i've hit a bit of a personal milestone that i've been aiming for for quite a while and that's i'm finally now under 3,000 properties so if you've been following along that's something i've been working on for a while i managed to sell a whole bunch just recently so thank you to everybody who picked up a property of mine and good luck if you are if you got out there and you speculated on the collections good luck to you and if you're going to try and stay up or get up like i am to try and gobble something up good luck to you as well all right let's see if the touch screen will keep working we'll move over to neighborhood ratings and see what we got going on here now it's going to slow everything down as I try and do this on the touch, but where are we at? Red Hook, well and truly out in front, score of 13.324. Merced Manners trying to make an effort, but that's going to be, I think this late in the game is going to be pretty hard to pretty hard to take this this month off Red Hook unless Mer Merced Manor pulls something out of the bag. Um, speaking of sales, I did help to boost the Red Hook score a little bit. I ended up selling all of my Red Hooks 
as far as I know, I've sold them all. So leading up to that. So thank you for that as well. What else have we got? Smith in there is going nowhere. Of course, Quail Wood still stuck there. And then all the regulars doesn't appear to be any new names popping up there. Lake Wacomas in the mix at number 18. I just started one of my builds in Lake Wacomas. Um, I'll get that built and I've got two more to do. And we'll see. Projecting forward to next month, assuming Red Hooks takes this one out. You'd have to say, what do we got? Merced Manor, and then quite a significant drop back to Quailwood. So, unless Prayer Day Bandera or Sherwood Forest or somebody's got something up their sleeve, might be might be a bit of a race between Merced and Quailwood. Although I think I think Quailwood might be at the, the limit of what they can do there, just like Midtown Terraces. So you're kind of at the mercy of whatever's going to happen is going to happen. So let me jump out of there, and I'm going to try something which might just fix my cursor situation or it might totally crash and burn the zoom. We'll see. I've got a, my laptop is a two in one with a detachable screen. Sometimes that works. No, won't even let me detach the screen. So yes, definitely going laptop shopping over the weekend. Um, where were we at? Let's get out of there. And LeBan, I don't know why. Oh, why the camera's stuck on you. I'm assuming I'm not on mute and people can hear me. Be a bit weird if it's not. Speaking to myself. All right, well, bumble on. Let's see. Let me go back to my notes. So that's the neighborhood ratings. Ah, I've got next on the list is totems. Now, what are we up to speed with totems? I've only got one totem and Bueller Man last week was outlining the very awesome site that he put up there to be helping out to set up your feeding and all the rest of it. I did manage to get over to that and kind of set that up a bit better. And my poor old red wolf um, that's on 30 hours feed, it doesn't get fed every single 30 hours. Um, I'm not going to get up at midnight to set an alarm to get it up. So sometimes I'll wake up at half past one or two o'clock or something to go to the toilet. Or um, sometimes it's, I think it's been as late as 4.30 when I get up to start my morning routine, I'll just feed it then. Even with all of that kind of pretty dodgy, not optimized feeding regime. I've still managed to claw my way back to a 92.3% spend score, uh, which is looking pretty good. And I, I did get very close to starvation point. I think I might've had, it's a bit different because I got two totems worth of airdrop feeding one totem. So I think I got down into the low 600s, which meant I would have only had one more feed left before, you know, that, Technically, that poor old wolf would have been, that's it, starved, you're done. But um, yesterday when I collected dividends, I was actually at 66 with reward, I believe, and I'm only feeding at 55. So it does does seem to have turned a corner on that one. So I have to wait and see. And we still got plenty of days left in that one. So, yeah, um, I don't know if harsh is the right word, but we have been a bit... Um, cautious scared whether this was all going to be worth the time and effort and energy to do all of this sort of stuff um, a lot of people balked at you know the very slow kickoff rate upland did tell us it was going to kick off like that with all of the different um graphs and whatnot so i don't know seems like we might all end up pretty good in the end and of course this is only the first run at it next run everyone will be far more on the ball and probably be able to make much better use of 
the protum they're putting in to maximize the protum they're going to get out. So yeah, I still um, feel for people that are juggling dozens and dozens of these things. I certainly wouldn't like to do it. Not, not unhappy that I sold mine. Oh gosh, I just pressed the wrong thing there. All right. What do we got? I'm going to race through this one very quickly tonight, of course, because I said, you know, <laughs> my laptop's literally been held together by bulldog clips and hopes and dreams. So I pegged them. There's not a lot going on at the moment, of course, with Upland, although there's totems, there's there's um, collection reveal and whatnot. Outside of that, kind of, I sat down the other night and thought, well, what am I going to focus this week's show on? I, I like to have some kind of main topic theme for it. And I thought, um, I think it was the other morning, there was a bit of a debate going backwards and forwards in Upland General, myself included, and we were debating, you know, these these temporary uh, building structures that have been a part of Spark Week. Um, well, what's the actual purpose behind that, you know? What's the psyche, as I said in the notes? Um, as always, I've got my own very biased opinion on it all, but um, let's have a look at what we're even talking about assuming touch screen still gonna work there we go so good to see spark week back um although it seems a bit disappointing that's it doesn't appear that there is a level up associated with that or is there did i miss that spark week spark sale yeah, there is there is There's okay. still a level up, um, there is just they've, they've just excluded from well from since ever now the the hunting is still not coming back. So. Yeah. Dunzo right. with, uh, with Free Spark or with Hunting for Free Spark. Awesome. Thank you for that. So, yes, what do we got? We got a unique structure that and these are only available for 24 hours or something. Um, Queens has got one, Dallas, Nashville, and then they're going to roll out, I would assume, in all the different ones and that. Um, thoughts, suggestions on this? Personally, again, this is my own very biased personal opinion. Straight off the bat, I'd say these structures are maybe that one's okay. The the Queens one looks pretty good. That looks like I would assume that's something that's very Queens esque. Maybe the Dallas one is as well. Um, I didn't seem as fancy as some of the other ones they've done in Miami and whatnot. But yeah, okay, they're pretty cool. Nashville. Um, gosh, I'm all over the place with this. Maybe I should stop dicking around with it. So yeah, they look pretty cool. You've got a limited amount of time to start building them and then you the way you go. So the thoughts being that these are going to have some, you know, increased value further down the road because of limited supply, yada, yada, yada. But I went back and thought, is that true? So I went and had a look before, before we kicked off. Um, having a look at Miami in the building they did there, the exclusive building they did there is a bit of a use case. So... Currently in Miami, you can buy, there's over 20 of those buildings under mint in both USD and UPX, some of them going for as low as 44% of mint. So I personally don't see that these kind of limited exclusive things are going to hold any real long-term value. Um, part of the, the debate that we were having backwards and forwards, or I guess it wasn't really a debate, we are just putting our putting our opinions out there is that something like this. So I think the system is a good idea um, 
it's probably just poorly implemented. Like it's, it just seems pure FOMO based. I, I mentioned that I actually went back and demolished all of the Miami structures I had put up to build. Um, somebody else said they did similar and yeah, I wouldn't be surprised to see if that happens again. Um, I think something like this, this kind of system would be, it would be an awesome addition to um, having some kind of dividend boost as part of your regular building structures up. Okay. So we know for the longest time, there was always talk about a rental system. That's why we have so many people can live in each different structure type um, residence per property or whatever it is. Um, that was part of it. It does seem like that they poo-pooed that idea entirely. I think it was more cheese brought that up as a question in Genesis week two years ago. And nobody wanted to answer the question then, and nothing's been said about it since. So that was the rental system. Um, I still, for the life of me, I just cannot understand why they don't implement some kind of dividend boost to putting a property, putting a property up, a structure up. And then, of course, if you have something like these temporary exclusive buildings, well, then perhaps that's instead of it just being a standard collection or whatever you want to do, a standard boost, well, maybe these special ones hold a slightly more advantageous boost or if you do certain combinations, you unlock different collections. I mean, this, there's so many ways that they, this could be gamified to give it real value. Um, outside of that, I, I personally, unless you really, really loved that particular structure type or if you had a... I guess it doesn't look like those ones there were very skinny, but if you had one of the skinny plots where the existing building buildings wouldn't fit it, maybe that would be worth putting it on. Outside of that, I don't personally really see what the point is. Um, anybody else want to chime in? Brabant, did you have any take on that yourself? No, I'm just throwing, every, throwing you out on the spotlight there. So, yeah, I don't know. I like the idea. Yeah, I think. Uh, oh, sorry, Bill. Hi. Um, Hi, I think it's um, something to create demand for Spark because um, I sat there in Tokyo with my properties and thought, okay, hey, I can build the the, the bigger townhouse which was activated for the, the, the time. And I thought, okay, if I put 100 builds up, <laughs> I have simply not enough Spark for it. Um, just to start them, to finish them in about 400 days or something. Uh, that's that's uh, the, the next topic. But I think um, maybe some people are going to buy Spark from the store because they think, oh, I want to have one of these buildings or two and I need a bit more Spark. It's only 0.1 Spark. I need more and Upland Kaching earned dollars. And um, it, Okay, if if you take a look at Abdullah or all these uh, big Spark holders, um, they um, they they can't use all their Spark because they have to wait three minutes after each build. You know this problem. Yes, very <laughs> um, well. Yeah, and I, I think there's there's a bit creating demand for Spark and also um, increase the value because if I have all my personal Spark staked in my own buildings, even if it's the minimum. I can't rent my Spark to some other people. So yes. maybe others will pay more to get Spark because the supply is changing. 
maybe something in in this even if a dirk is an economist uh, doctor of physics whatever um Yes. Maybe there's some thoughts in, in this uh, this direction to create demand for Spark to say, hey, and now you can buy your Spark not from us, but go to Exchange XYZ and uh, buy your Sparkle, Sparklet uh, with your crypto to boost all this here. M maybe there's a, a long-term strategy behind it. Or maybe it's just, well, let's create FOMO and... Uh, um, get the chickens run in the game to, to, to build as much as possible. Yes. But yeah. as, as, usual, uh, as usual, the problem is the footprint of the Queen's building is uh, yes. uh, longer than most of my Queen's properties. <laughs> yep. Okay, there are seven. <laughs> um, but um, at some, this, there's too much space in front and in the backyard of the building where I say, hey, there is nothing from the building. Why not smaller the footprint so that can fit to this property um, and also every property it says oh it won't fit and then you turn the property um, works, by one degree yeah. and tada green <laughs> yeah um, yeah yeah well I, I just actually I said I started building a Lake Wacomas property well before I did that I went over to the financial district in San Francisco and went to put up another lily tower And that's that's a classic example too. The footprint mm. on the front and the back of that is just extraordinary. So even though I have massive property in San Francisco for the financial district, it still won't fit that. So very frustrating. Mm. But yes, I, I think your point there is right. I mean, obviously this sort of system making it, you know, an exclusive, there's only 24 hours, get it now or it's gone. Mm. That That's definitely not going to make demand for Spark less. So it, it's going to have some kind of, you know, boost to the people wanting to get Spark, sure. But I still maintain nothing at all would increase the value of Spark or the demand for Spark like putting a dividend boost on, you know, completing a structure. No, nothing would come close to that. Maybe maybe as a secondary, if you could third-party stake on other people's factories and things like that, that might help boost it. But I think people would just make use of what they have. I think the really the really big boost that would come was from, yeah, giving people a financial incentive. And that rewards everybody. You're not just rewarding MetaVenture owners there or people that can, you know, do that sort of stuff or people that can run layer twos. That would reward every single player in the game that if you put a little bit of work in, if you manage to grind some spark out via treasure hunting or if you dip your hand, your hand in your pocket and you buy some spark, well, you have the potential to increase your earnings by completing structures. I just, what's, I'm five years into playing this game and I just, I just can't fathom why that wouldn't be a reason, you know, or why, what the reason possibly would be or why they haven't approached that. Um, Yeah, or they, they or they they need to um, put something in where you burn your spark for something. Yeah, to make it I, I just uh, got a, a heartache if, if if you said okay uh, if you want to race you have to burn your spark to fuel your car then I would overthink my racing <laughs> uh, enjoyment because uh, my spark balance will get low. But then you create value for spark. No, yes. now it's. Uh, yeah. I just set up a build and it's finished and hey, next. Hey, next. 
Yep. Oh, I can rent my spark. Five apics per spark hour. Way, I'm gonna be rich in <laughs> thousands of years. <laughs> yes. Huh? Yeah, well, that's a good point too. We do know there are other aspects of the spark economy that are going to come on board at some stage. Um, at some stage this year, based on what they've been saying as far as you know movement and whatnot, but potentially a car only city release and stuff. So, yeah, maybe. Yeah, but 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 the upland problem is uh, it will come, but it will take time, yeah. <laughs> and we are not very patient. I I learned to be more patient in uh, in everything upland related, <laughs> but um, in in the internet, if if you wait a year, it's it's felt like a lifetime. Yes, uh, absolutely. Uh, yes, well. Yeah, I don't know. I think I've been pretty patient. As I said, I'm in my fifth year of playing, so I'm still hanging around in there. So I haven't given up on it yet. But, you know, I do whine and carry on. But it's always looking ahead to try and hopefully improve things and whatnot, not bashing stuff just for the sake of bashing it. Yeah, you don't get uh, there are many other players who I think left or left the game because nothing happens. Or and if you are only own two like. properties and get uh, one apex <laughs> uh, yield per day, <laughs> um, then if, yeah, you you leave the game, uh, you you leave the app because you have nothing what you can do in the game. Well, that might be a good segue over to our quips because we've got a couple on layer two. So we'll dive into that now. Um, if you have an upland-related question, insight, provocation, or statement that we could dive into on the weekly Upland Down Under podcast, then there's a link to the Quips Google form in the description. And if you include your in-game name in your submission and it's used on the show, you win yourself some kind of prize too this week. Well, this week we've got 2.5 Quips all about Layer 2. That'll make a bit more sense as we get on. So first up, we got Hot Corner. And Hot Corner says, I'm getting concerned that the Layer 2 games can't seem to hold their momentum and grow. I'm still playing Upland Kingdoms, but it has been forever since I made any Upex through the game. I really like Spark Tycoon, but the market seems to be collapsing with energy falling under 300 UPX. I couldn't even get the hang of Uplandia, and shooting games don't really interest me. I'm still hopeful, especially for Spark Tycoon. These Layer 2 opportunities remind me a lot of Crypto DeFi, Faucets and ICOs, early participants make the money, but the stragglers just give liquidity to the first in. How do you feel about the Layer 2 environment? So how do I personally feel about the Layer 2 environment? I don't touch, pretty much I don't do anything in Layer 2 at present um, because it's not mobile friendly. Um, I still think it's... I think it's kind of almost disingenuous to to spruik the Upland app as a metaverse super app where if I want to do anything on my phone with it, I gotta have all of these other different accounts. I gotta open up all these different web pages on Safari on my phone and it's a lot of it doesn't work, a lot of it's severely lagged, it needs heavy optimization, it's clunky, it's messy, it's confusing. So pretty much I just don't even bother myself. Um, I do know there's plenty of people, I was talking to Bokia this morning um, and he was saying he's making quite some healthy UPX with, I believe, the Spark Tycoon. So there is plenty of opportunities out there. Um, it's just, yeah, I'm I'm a mobile player if i can't do something quickly easily intuitively 
in the app on my phone, it's just not going to get done, basically. I don't know. Anybody else want to chime in on that? Layer twos? I'm a bit disappointed uh, he doesn't try a BE battle for me. <laughs> yes. Well, the minigames um, is a good point. Yeah, speak to that. Yes. Um, and um, yeah, the, the problem with uh, Upland Kingdoms is the Grom, Grom is, or Hornbrot is <laughs> not reachable. He, he doesn't answer in his uh, own Discord channel. I think he's, I hope he's only busy and not disappeared from this world. But, no, maybe it could happen, maybe, happen. but. Uh, yep. um, but yeah, the game started good. Uh, or for me personally, I, I think I, I made uh, 10, 15, 20k Apex, so not as much as other players, but hey, I get some profit. But now it's dead for me. Uh, it's just all this lock in, chop wood, build soldiers, tend to fight, next day, again, again, mm -hmm. again, again. So there's no new. Um, no new content to 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 play with. No, the same as Spark Tycoon. Uh, I okay. I treasure hunt a bit. I get some of these resources. I can sell them. I can make a few epics, cash them out with fifteen percent fees. Or um, for me personally, I sold all my resources and uh, just put all the dev shops for BE battle with uh, with the Spark Exchange epics. Uh, I grind it uh, from treasure hunting. But there's out there's nothing I can do with the lumber, the ore, the energy. I just can sell them on the market or mm. build more nodes who produce more, which then I can sell. And um, I think the they are they they are working on functionality, uh, the roadmap, the the updates in the last days. Um, there will be some more, but it's the same question as Upland when. Mm. Uh, no, no, not if there comes something there will become uh, I know Chris and all these people working with, with the Spark Exchange and the Spark Tycoon um, but they are a bit overwhelmed of the success of the, 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 the mass of people jumping in and doing treasure hunts or just doing their 80 cents a day to get the resources because you can sell them for more than the cents will cost if you make them in Bakersfield. You pay 400 apics and get, what about 2, 3, 4k out of it? So you, you, you earn money, but this will only work as long as there are enough people who are willing to buy this resources mm. uh, and, and 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 now and that is um perhaps uh, why why he's complaining about the um driving down of all the the, the prices um because there is no use for it that's yeah. the same like spark and buildings in upland they are nice but <laughs> for what yeah um uh and I, I think if um, they are smart enough to deliver some some content uh, from time to time, and that's the, the same I try to get for the BE battle. I just I just can say, hey, it runs and uh, finished. No, let it run and get the few epics out. I'm not going to be rich from the BE battle, but I want to deliver some new functions from time to time and uh, to to get um, players back or to get new players in um, and. Um, yeah, I think that's it's it's hard because you you don't 
have such a high base that you get the revenue from it. I think I earn about 50 to 100 Apex a day from the e-battle. <laughs> so mm. I earn nothing. This is, if I get a cent or two cents in LA, I earned more than in the whole game from from a day. <laughs> yeah. um, so it's a bit, yeah, it's it, it's hard to, to, to keep it going, but um, I think um, if there is some use and somebody will will play it, we will get it, and it's with all the mini games. I, I just take a look at all, not diving too deep into all of them. Um, but hey, there it's a nice, nice people, nice ideas, and uh, I hope they keep their enthusiasm to develop them further, and not just keep them running for the month to get the second half of the million apics, um, and um, then disappear to nowhere. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Um. I think, the, well, that's kind of a good point to make too. I, th I think a lot of these other ones, the big layer twos, they're still in the very early foundationary stage. So there's mm. a lot to work on. Um, oh. But yeah, and I, I actually like those kind of grindy games. I play several kind of idle clicker games on my phone, but it's just the whole, that whole clunky process to get into all these things. It just kind of cuts me out from the get-go. So I, I don't even get to the point where I can get bored of it because it's just, roadblocked from from the start so yeah, it, it would be nice if upland could provide us as developers some sort of uh better integration mm. i can connect with this uh, code and then i can uh, use or, or or trigger e-scroll um with your confirmation and so, so but, I, but i can't use the upland user account as some site of authentication on my Mm. And I can I just see it on this this uh, memory game from Sunny Minded. If you um, click on yep. his dev shop, you you get your internal Upland ID as a parameter in the link, so he can identify you. But <laughs> I'm a developer. I see this link, oh, so I can just manipulate it and. They not I'm me, but um, hey, here's Ben starting this game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that, that there must be some sort of if we get some of this stuff like the the Google hours or the O hours two or something like this. This uh, to say, okay, I log in in with my Upland app. I click on the Dev Shop. I, I get delivered to a web page or to another app like this racing is working, um, and I'm I'm authenticated in it. I think this will reach a bit more players because I, mm. I fully understand oh, a new app and a new account and again my email address and the new password and and yes. this is um yeah it's uh it's it's hard but i i know the, the devs at upland and carlos who is very uh very good contact from them to uh, to talk about with all what's what's um with with dev shops and uh, the apis and so I think they they are a bit short on of developers for this section mm. um, of of um, of their business. They are developing new functions and Sparklet, which will is the, surely the number one project they're working on to get us going for sure. But um, yeah, maybe they they should focus more focus a bit more to the layer two but maybe the, this mini game challenge was just an, an, a, a, a test balloon to check if there are enough developer beside spark exchange and ablandia and all these big um, connections uh, working before if it's um 
if it creates value and they could afford a new developer for 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 this type almost like a sly job interview kind of yeah. situation yeah yeah i have to wait and see i i just i still think like yeah to to start calling yourself a super app and the more you do is pushing outside of the app it just seems it just seems counterintuitive to me well, it's, it's it, uh, for me it's 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 okay if they say hey we we are we um deliver the foundation for all this yep with the tools for others to connect uh, so the, then then i would say okay you are the the, the foundation like Maybe I can use my, my Google or my Facebook account in uh, 500 million handy apps uh, to log in and um, save my progress and all. Yeah, It's okay. You know? So Facebook delivers the infrastructure for it and um, the, another developer develops the game or um, another part. But it, it must be um, yeah, connectable. Easy, connectable for the end user, and not uh, That's the thing. Yep. Not, not all the tech nerds. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Say, hey, no problem. New account, new, new trash email to uh, not um, of uh, not offer my real email address or something like this. And um, yes. man, as as I see as a developer of BE Battle, the the email addresses the people use there, there are some who use trash email addresses because they say, hey. I need them only for the activation key. And if I lost my password, hey, I know Boilerman on Discord, then I write them there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Yes. I think it's, we, we are in early stage of development. Oh, yeah. Another part where we are in the early stage. <laughs> yes. But it, it's, it's, yeah, it's an important point. Like every, every step that gets put in place between the layer one app and then actually reaching like, okay, now press play or now do whatever you want to do. Every, every step that's in there, you're going to lose a significant of significant percentage of the play base, every step you go to where by the time you get to the end of it, the people that have jumped through all the hoops and done everything, it's going to be a tiny fraction of percentage of the people who first kind of took a look at these things. Yeah. Well, it would be nice if I could say, Hey, um, what about using some sort of uh, in uh, in app browsing like if they if you press the dev shop you you they they start an in game browser to, to get it a bit sandbox style to not leave the app at all yes um, yeah, so i can just press back and i'm back in the app or maybe they can add a, a button it, 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 yeah. there are so many possibilities and um i don't think that they don't get them on their lists, but one day, yeah. one day, yes, soon, soon, or no, eventually. not soon, eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. All right, good question, Hot Corner. Um, as a bit of a an extension to that theme, Kushal089 asks or says, I have been playing Spark Tycoon and I've been wondering how they've given out so much Apex. Are they literally paying out of their own pockets? What could be their business plan? Or is it a marketing tool to get people to use the Spark Exchange? So that was the original one. And this is where I said we had 2.5 quips because Kushal followed up soon after and said, about my previous question, I just realized that it's the people who are buying the resources from us and not the UPEX Spark Exchange. He goes on to say, it's just wild 
to see people spending so much UPEX to acquire these resources. People are really invested in the game. Upland will be on another level if we have 15 to 20 solid Layer 2 games like Spark Tycoon. This game single-handedly revived treasure hunting in Upland. So there's your glass half-full approach to look at things as well. So good on you, Kushal. So thank you for that, Hot Corner and Kushal. You've both won yourselves 10,000 UPX after fees. And remember that if you do submit equips yourself and you want to claim a prize just like they did, so you have to include your in-game name in your submission. And that's, as we're starting to wrap up, that takes us over to the dynamic node builders, getting to know community members. In this week's getting to know community members segment, care of Mesme, and as I said, the other members of the, the dynamic node builders, they're featuring now this name, Holy moly, this is a dooly, doozy. Let me see if I can do this one. Billy Kvitok. I'm sorry, that's that's a name that I no doubt butchered, and apologies for that. But for a bit of extra context, context before we take a look at her responses to the DMB questionnaire, Bill Kvitok is currently a director with a net worth at a bit over 11 million UPX. So it must be hovering over that upgrade to executive button. Isn't that, that's 10 million, isn't it? So ready to go. Uh, it's got 288 properties and a bit over 5.5 spark. Home residence is in the Quailwood node of Bakersfield. And assuming I can press these buttons, let's check out her DMB interview responses. Bear with me again on the hokey pokey. I'm poking this screen. The whole bloody thing is liable to just fall off of me lap. So here we go. Stay still screen. There we go. So yes, I don't know. Anybody want to have a go at saying that name? Kivitok? Apologies. So would you survive the zombie apocalypse? No. Guilty pleasure, chocolate, tattoos, no. Bucket list, go to Genesis week. That's a good one. Been to Vegas, no. If you could start a charity, what would it be? Promoting practical sustainability. I... Would assume that's supposed to say most common internet search history, vegan recipes, one thing you will never do again, swim in the ocean. Oh, interesting. Must be a story there. Occupation project manager, three uplanders you chat with regularly, Rock Drigo, Min Haj Nasir, apologies, crown handler, I would assume that's supposed to say, and famous fact about where you live, Harry Potter was partly filmed here. Harry Potter. I didn't know that myself. I don't know where that was, where that is, where that was filmed. No idea, sorry. So let me go back to this one. So thank you for that. If you would like to get yourself involved or you know of somebody who the community or yourself might be interested in learning a bit more about, then send Mesme or any of the other Dynamic Node Builders members a DM. Racing through some last bits and pieces. A um, little bit of Samurai Aquatics news. I have one more showroom to inaugurate, which finishes in about two weeks, I think. And then that will be at one showroom in every city that's currently available in Upland. Shout out. Thank you very much to um, Rabant, who's helped out with some of that stuff along the way. Swali and, of course, Bokio, who jumped in with a big chunk of help there. So that's been quite the journey. I'm, I've been completely burnt out with moving decor. I haven't done any of that for 
a couple of weeks, partly because of all the crap I've been dealing with in real life. I do need to pull my finger out and get that done because I have all these showrooms all over the place now that I got to stock and open and get up and running. And of course that will, once that's fully done, it will make what we're doing next, the competitions and whatnot. It'll make that so much more easier. And I did see in Upland general this afternoon, somebody mentioned that they wanted to buy a blue mailbox or something, but the thought of having to fly to some other city miles away to try and get it, didn't appeal to them so they were just going to skip it so yeah that that's pretty much one of the main reasons why i decided to make this push um so you know if you win a prize or if you want something i should be able to cover that no matter where you are it'll just be as easy as reserving it for you in the showroom in the city you're located all right moving on to the weekly challenges last week's challenge challenge was the all about the first tokyo expansion will or did you stay at home or will did you go and get minty bit of a mixed bag there lots of people like myself um took the 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 numbers that upland put out as far as the minimums and maximums that were going to be available the prices they took those at face value and decided to not go as I said, I was one of those. And then lo and behold, what do you know? Then they're, they're not actually min and max. There's some kind of bizarre combination of averages of min and maxes. I don't know. I think that was just a complete balls up myself. Hopefully they'll fix that up for the next one. Anyhow, thank you for everybody who got involved and their names are going to roll to win 10,000 UPX after fees. I'm assuming this is going to work. It might work for this one. I don't think we'll be able to do it for the for the live participants one, but we'll see how we go. Pokey, pokey, pokey. Here we go. What's what's this? Go away, Zoom. All right. I think I should be able to just poke this and it should roll. Yes, there we go. We're in luck. All righty. 10,000 UPX after fees for the weekly challenge goes to Finsky. I believe it has it. Finsky. Congratulations, Finsky. And I believe Finsky set that one out now normally at this stage i would go in and i'd take those names out and i'd put in the live participant names and i'd roll the wheel to give a piece of samurai aquatics decor but i'm not going to try and do that with my falling apart laptop we had one two three four five people in for the live show how about I'll just give everybody 5,000 UPX after fees. That'll do that one. Not much, but a little bit of a boost there. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. And yeah, laptop shopping over the weekend. Hopefully I'll have something up and running. That will be a bit better to handle next week. So that was last week's challenge. This week's challenge, of course, you need to get yourself into the contest channel in the NBA server. And let us know, what do you think about these temporary structure building opportunities? Did you put some up? Did you not even bother? Um, why, why not? Let us know. And again, your name will roll on a list of all of the entrants for a chance to win 10,000 UPX after fees. And of course, you'll get yourself yet another entry into the 2024 end of year giveaways prize draws. Um, there's plenty of people who've stacked up every single entry possible to date. Thank you for that so that brings us up to the end we managed to get there the laptop's held in assuming it all goes well with the upload um i might be able to drop this laptop off the top of the roof and set it on fire and be done with it although it has served me well i think um 
my wife reminded me the other day when I was blowing up about it that I've had this laptop for nine years, which is not too bad for an old lappy. Anyhow, a reminder that if you are in a time zone that fits in with the Thursday night recording schedule of starting at 7 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, and you'd like to get involved, it's very easy to do so. The link to the weekly Zoom is always dropped in the NBA server about 15 minutes before I kick off the show. And that invitation extends to any of the other uh, podcast productions I do. So if you have an Upland, NFT or Metaverse product, service or event to promote, or you just want to have a gas bag about things, then send me, Ben68, a DM to get yourself involved. Um, you can jump in the NBA server as well and give me a, a tingle on there. And it's free, so not looking to make any bucks on this, just helping, happy to get the word out for all of the, the various things that people have got going on. And that's, my friends, that'll do us for this week. Let me see if I can hokey-pokey my way out of here. All right, thank you very much. Have a good week. Like I said, if you are getting up or staying up for the Tokyo Collection Reveal, all the best for that. I'll be doing so myself, and I'll probably, um, if I'm going to be up for a while, I might jump on the NBA server and, Keep a bit of a record, do a bit of show and tell, see if I get anything good. All right. Have a great week and we'll catch you later.